How many of you are thankful that the God of breakthrough is on your side? That you don't have to fight your battles alone. You don't have to face the giants alone. That he is with you no matter what. Amen? That's good news, church. Hey, would you be seated? We get the honor and privilege of having, it's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? We had Pastor Myanja uh, for a couple times speaking at Echo, but he decided that he wanted, he loves us so much that he wanted to stay, and uh, not forever, unfortunately, I wish, but he came and he spoke to our youth on Wednesday, just did an amazing job talking about the importance of walking with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and today we get the honor of having him, so would you welcome Pastor Steve Mayanja from Wolf Ministries in Uganda. Good morning, church. I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much for loving us as World Outreach Ministry Foundation. We serve in Uganda as your extended hands. Thank you for supporting us so that we've been able to plant churches. In Uganda, we have planted 352 churches. And we are in other seven nations of Africa where our graduate from our Jesus Loves You Bible College go back to their villages and their nations and plant churches. So thank you for sending us. Thank you that every month you make sure we go where you physically cannot go, but you send us. May God richly bless you. And next year we are planting more churches and we are going to be going together with you. Amen. This week, this church is launching the book of Ruth. And I believe maybe some of you have read it, maybe you haven't, but you are going to read it. And I'm honored to be teaching from book of Ruth chapter 1 and chapter 2. By the way, I'm married to one wife. We've been married 32 years. And we have five children, and we are now grandparents. God has been good to us. I got born again when I was 19. Now I'm 65 years, and I love the Lord. And still going strong. Hallelujah. So if you came with your Bible, turn with me to the book of Ruth. We are going to read the first, chapter, first five verses of the book of Ruth, chapter 1. And then I'll read from chapter 2 verse 10 to verse 12 of because of time, then I will be teaching. I have notes there as you go out. If you want to study it deeper, I've written notes for you over there, chapter 1 and chapter 2. And I pray you understand my good accent because you speak funny. God forgive you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, let's read chapter 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a man from Bethlehem in Judea, together with his wife and the two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, his wife's name, Naomi, and the names of, their, of his two sons were Mahon and Kilion. They were Ephraites and from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab, and lived there. Now Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They married the Moabites women, one named Olpa and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about 10 years, both Mahalone and Cleon also died. And Naomi was left without her two sons 
and without her husband. Chapter 2, verse 10. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground. She exclaimed, this is Ruth. Why have I found such favor in your eyes? She's talking to Boaz, the stranger man. She ended up into his garden. That you notice me, a foreigner. Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. How you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with a people you did not know before. Verse 12 is very important today. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take a refuge. Father, we thank you for your word. May you speak to us and may you speak through me as your instrument. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Here we see the book of Ruth and the subject is refuge. Every family faces challenges. Every individual faces life challenges. Even ministries face challenges. Even businesses face challenges. Nations face challenges. The nation of Israel faced the challenge of famine. And the family of Elimelech faced the challenge such that he felt like running to the Moabites to get food from there. So he took his family there. Some of us can say, why did he go to the Moabites who are ungodly people? Why did he take his daughters, his wife, in such a country? But God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. Some of you know that about 65 years ago, before I was born, I was born in 57, and in 1956, January 8th, five American missionaries died in Ecuador. The tribe killed the tribe men. They had gone to tell Jesus, to tell them God's love killed them. Young, they left widows, they left children. But because of God's ways are not our ways, the widows of those young men went back to that tribe in the basin of Amazon and led those tribal killers to Jesus. If you have never heard that, you can watch the end of Spear movie. And the sons of those men who were killed, they are now missionaries in those countries. God is ways. So we see Elimelech's family end up in Moabites. We don't know whether there was a plague, but a husband died, the sons die, and we see three widows. All broken-hearted, life challenges. Now we become bitter and angry, not only towards people, but towards God. God, they came with. God, they preached to these Moabite girls. 
Because Elimelech and Naomi brought God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to Ruth. But because of life challenges, the misery, the hardship, broken hearted, she walked away from God. She was angry and bitter. You can't be here and walking through the same environment of Naomi. You can't be here and walking through the same environment, same life challenges of Ruth. What's the difference between Ruth and Naomi? The Bible says in Psalms 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. Ever present in a trouble. And verse 4 talks about there is a river in Psalms 46, verse 4. There is a river, the Holy Spirit. Whose streams make glad the city of God? The holy place where the most high dwells. What we see here is Ruth made a decision. Despite of all the life challenges, my father-in-law is dead, my brother-in-law is dead, my husband is dead, my mother-in-law is angry, my mother-in-law is bitter, we, she no longer likes us, she doesn't want to do anything with us, but Ruth hid and allowed God to be her refuge. God's love filled the heart of Ruth. The theme of the conference, Echo Conference, was the promise is for you. And what is the promise? The Holy Spirit. When you get born again, Jesus baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God comes and lives in you, he changes you. He transforms you. Those of you who are bitter, those of us who are angry, we become a life-giving fountain. So when you see the book of Ruth, we see a younger lady who was married for 10 years. She never gave birth to a baby. That's another life challenge. She's barren. Husband is dead. Brother-in-law is dead. Father-in-law is dead. Mother-in-law is angry and bitter. Where can you run to? And she's already born again. She doesn't want to go back to her gods and her people. She belongs to God. Hallelujah. What, does, what do we see in this book? Naomi here that, the, that God visited the home country, Bethlehem, there is food. She make a decision to go back. And she tell the daughters-in-law, I'm going back. And they said, we are going together. They walk a few kilometers, maybe a few, few feet of meters, and she tells them, where am I taking you? You go back. Have you ever walked, have you ever been in a family with a bitter, angry person? Do you walk away from them, or do you love them with unconditional love? If you are born of the Holy Spirit, can you allow the Holy Spirit to use you to heal that angry, bitter person. Do you walk away from them and you say, it's up to you. 
But we learn something from the book of Ruth and from the life of Ruth, who was a Moabite. And you and me, you know that the Moabites, they are descendants of Lot. The children he produced from his daughters. And God said, Ten generations, I don't want anything to do with those Moabites. But God is love. He get hold of Ruth's heart. A gentile, a Moabite. We are all Gentiles. We are not supposed, we didn't deserve to be sons and daughters of God, but God is love. So when God came into the heart of Ruth, Ruth got radical faith. Ruth became a radical believer. Ruth said, no longer going back to other gods. I'm no longer serving the world. I'm serving God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Israel. Hallelujah. So now the mother-in-law, she looks at the two ladies and she tells them, don't follow me. Do I have other sons for you to get married to? Have you ever walked with an angry, bitter person? She looks at them and says, go back to your gods and your people. Don't follow me. Now, this is the missionary who brought God there. But now she's telling them, go back to your people and your gods. How do you handle such a situation? Olpa kissed the mother and walked away. Naomi looked at Ruth and says, don't you have ears or don't you have brain?" Go back to your people and your gods. Can you handle such a family member? But when you have God, like those widows, the very men who killed their husbands, they went back with God's love and loved them. They say, Jesus loves you. We are here to love you. You killed our men, but God loves you. And they led those men to Jesus. And those widows planted the churches there. And their children are missionaries there. We can reach the world, whatever the cost, say amen. Even if you go through hardship, if God is your refuge and you have said, God, I am your chosen instrument. Use me to heal the nations. Use me to bring salvation to the people. God will use you. And God is after you. God wants to do things through you. Before he created the man, God said, let there be, let there be, let there be, and there was. But immediately he created a man and woman. He created the animals and said, Adam, give it a name. Elephant became elephant, lion. You think God didn't know those things? But he just wants to work through us, say amen. He wants to work through you. 
She want to heal people through you. She want to heal people, the broken-hearted people through us, the church. Not the pastors, but us. Ruth was not a prophet. Ruth was not a missionary. I mean, was not, he, she was just there. She was not a pastor. She was not what? A deacon or what? She just a believer. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, this bitter, angry mother looked at her and said, get away from me. And don't follow me. Started. And Ruth, the Bible say, a gentle answer calls the anger. Ruth did not say, what do you mean? You think, like some of us. But Ruth looked at the mother and said, Mama, don't entreat me to leave you. Where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. Where you stay, there I will stay. And your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. The Bible says in chapter 1 of Ruth, Naomi looked at this radical, crazy widow. Daughter and said, started walking. No conversation. And Ruth said, even if you don't talk to me, I'm going to win you back to Jesus. Also followed. How many miles they walk? When we reach there, we will ask. Hallelujah. But have you ever walked with somebody who does, you say, are you okay? What do you ask? But you determined, I am going to reconcile you back to God. Because the Bible says we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. All of us, we reconcile men to men, men to God. So Ruth determined, even if you are angry and bitter, you don't want to talk to me, I am going to follow you until you are reconciled to God, until you are healed. Because when the Spirit of God is in you, God has called you to be a healer. Say amen. You are a healer. You are life-giving. Your words are life-giving. Hallelujah. So Ruth follow angry mother, bitter mother, no talking. And that's a challenge to us as a church today. If anybody say, I don't care about you, you don't care about me, I don't care about you too. <laughs> so that's not, that should not be our attitude as a church, say amen. amen. We should have the attitude of God. We should have the mind of Christ, the love of Christ. Mother and row walked, not talking. They arrive in Bethlehem. Have you ever arrived home and your children start singing, Mama, Daddy? That's what happened. As Ruth and Naomi arrive in Bethlehem, all the women say, Naomi, Naomi. As I say, what are you saying? Why do you call me Naomi? Call me Mara. The mighty God has hurt me. God has made my heart bitter. 
Don't call me Mara. Why are you laughing anyway? Smiling, smiling, coming. Naomi, Naomi, stay away from me. Welcome to the life, everyday life, where the church is supposed to be healing such people. Are you ready, God, to use you? Are you available, God, to use you? They enter a house where they have not been for 20 years. Have you ever been in the house where you have left for 20 years? Nobody living in that house? Ruth is entering that house with a bitter mother. No money to remove the, the spider web, cab, everything to clean up. Ruth has to do that. Mother's angry. And Ruth determined, I'm going to love this mother until she's happy, until she's healed. Hallelujah. Ruth is the church in the wilderness. Ruth is the church. You are the church. This building is not the church. You are the church. The church has gathered now in this building. Say amen. So wherever you are, you are the church, the healing church. So we see Ruth committed herself to bring healing to mother-in-law who is broken-hearted. Isaiah chapter 61 said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the good news to the poor and to bind up the broken-hearted. Ruth is determined. The Spirit of God is upon me. I'm going to make sure my mother-in-law's broken heart is bound together, healed. They sleep without talking. In the morning, she says, Mama, let me go look for a leftovers. During harvest, the Jewish don't pick any leftovers. They are for widows and the orphans and the poor. When you are angry and bitter, never make a decision. Say amen. And when you are angry and you allow anger to dominate you and to rule over you, and bitterness to rule over you, you'll forget even what God wants to do for you and through you. When Naomi was angry, she forgot that they have a relative who can provide for them, Boaz. So when her daughter-in-law, who arrived last night, she doesn't know where to go. She doesn't know anybody in that country except mother-in-law. But mother-in-law doesn't want to talk. Mother-in-law has walked away from the tune of the Holy Spirit. She said, Mama, let me go look for leftovers in the garden where the harvesters are harvesting. And whoever I will find a favor, I will pick the leftovers so we can eat. Go. By the Holy Spirit. When you make God your refugee, full of the Holy Spirit, the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. Ruth in a strange country. The first time I came to this country, everything you looked, I don't know where to go. I don't know anybody. Can you imagine where Ruth is going to look for food to feed the mother-in-law. But the holy order the heart. 
steps, walked into the garden of a man who loved the Lord, Boaz. When you are led by the Holy Spirit, you will be led to your God-given destiny, to your divine appointment. Boaz loved the Lord. Ruth loved the Lord. They are both led by the Holy Spirit. She end up in this garden and the peak, and Boaz show up and say, God bless you, all of you, my harvesters. And they all say, God bless you, sir. How did I end up in such environment? The Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, immediately Boaz look around and say, who is that young lady? When you walk with God, when you determine to bless others, when you determine to be a fountain of healing to others, God will refresh you. God will favor you. God will make people notice you, even strangers. And they tell Boaz, oh, she's a Moabite. She's been here picking the leftovers. She's a hard worker. She came with Naomi. And Boaz said, Young lady, don't go in any other garden. Stay in my garden. When you walk with God, there is a provision. Say amen. There's God's favor. Say amen. There is security. So, Boaz, tell this young lady, when you are thirsty, go drink water. The younger men have collected provision. And when the lunch came, lunchtime, Boaz called her, come. He gave her roasted grain, bread. If it was American who walked around with, with a lunchbox, there was sandwiches. There was chocolate bars. There was Peanuts, M and M with the peanuts in there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, you came to pick leftovers and you were blessed. In the garden, in the country, you don't know anybody you're eating good food. That is God. Hallelujah. Because Ruth gave herself to serve her mother-in-law, to see her mother-in-law healed. God provided. God blessed God put security over her life. Hallelujah. So we see that after lunch, Boaz tell Ruth, follow my girls, and I've instructed these men not to touch you. That is security. That's God's favor. When you walk with God as you are refugee, Things will be okay. Say amen. And the Bible says, Boaz tells her, tells these men, when you see where Ruth is picking the leftovers, throw some bundles. Intentionally. Get these bundles and throw them where she is so she can pick them as leftovers. We call that God is a favor. God is a provision. God is... Blessings, reward, may God reward you richly under whose wings you have come for your refuge. 
When you walk with God, he will bless you. And he will make you a blessing. The Bible says, what happened to the time? I need to look at the time. Okay. You, you tell me to shut up. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> I'm used to have a time there. So the Bible says, Boaz, in the evening, but the provision he blessed with this widow, Ruth, she prepared the, whatever she harvested, kept some of what she ate for her mother-in-law. That's God's love. Somebody who said, don't follow me. Go back to your gods. Look at it. <laughs> and you eat something good and you keep for her. That's God's love. Hallelujah. Some of us, if somebody doesn't have time for you, you say, I'm not even keeping this. Let me eat it alone. <laughs> but Ruth teaches us unconditional love. That even if somebody who doesn't have time for you, you keep some food for her. You spare something for them. Unconditional love. So Ruth goes home loaded with blessing in the evening. And the mother-in-law who has been angry and bitter just say, Wow, my daughter, where did you work today? Oh, I worked in the garden. The owner is called the boss. What was wrong with me? You were bitter. You were angry. You didn't allow the Holy Spirit to use you to remember. And he said, the man has provided, and he told me not to go anywhere but in his garden. She stayed in that garden. They ate. They are blessed. God rewarded Ruth because Ruth, through her, she was able to heal the mother. Heal the people, heal people. Hearty people, hearty people. God is calling upon us to love people, say amen. To heal people. To bring people back to Jesus. Back to God. Each one of us, we are coming into holidays where families gather. Next month there will be Thanksgiving, families will come. Christmas is coming. Family is coming. You are going to see somebody you don't want to see there and say, what does she want? <laughs> she wants your Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. She wants your Jesus. So please let the anointing that was upon Ruth come upon you and win somebody to the Lord. So what we see is when Ruth determined to be a healing instrument, God used her not only to heal, but to reconcile Naomi with her God. We have been assigned the ministry of reconciliation. I can't teach the details. I made the notes for you. They are out there as you go out. You can pick those notes if you want to study more about the book of Ruth, chapter 1 and chapter 2. I made those notes there, available there. So you can go and understand deeply what that book is all about. 
But here we see when Ruth, who was a Moabite, a non-godly woman, she accepted God to be her refugee. She became a fountain. God blessed her richly. God transformed her. She healed her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law became a healer. Because in chapter 7, I mean in chapter 3, we see the mother-in-law even saying, Honey, you have been good to me. I need to bless you. Take a shower. Put on a nice cloth. Put in perfume. Do some makeup. <laughs> and go in the garden where that man is. And we see the reward from the Lord that Ruth, who was in marriage for 10 years without a baby, chapter 4 say, and God enabled Ruth's womb and conceived. When you walk with God, when you bless God, when you serve God, when you allow yourself, I'm going to be a fountain to heal people, to bless people, to bring people back to God, God will reward you richly. Say amen. And God brought a Ruth who was a Moabite to give birth to Obed. Obed, the father of Jesse. Jesse, the father of David. Can you imagine how a Moabite was engrafted in God's family? That in the book of Matthew, when they are listing the great, great parents of Jesus, Ruth is among them. What a reward. So I appeal to you. Let the Spirit of God that you use the Ruth, use you in your life. Be a healing instrument. Be a healing vessel. Love people. Care for people. God will reward you. Let's stand on our feet. Father, I thank you. If you are here and you have broken hearts, maybe your heart is broken like a Naomi. I pray the Spirit of God to heal you. Father, I release the presence of God to heal your sons and your daughters who feel brokenhearted, who are, don't know what's going on with their lives. Heal them. Transform them. Make them into healing vessels. I pray for those who are here and they say from today I'm going to be like a Ruth. Open their eyes to see the hurting, broken people. During this season of Christmas, make them healing vessels. Let them become instruments of life-giving. I bless every family. I bless every man and woman here. Let the presence of God that heal the roots, heal your people in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I love you. Continue praying for me as I travel in Africa, travel in the nations of Africa, seven nations where we have planted churches. Please, when you think about us, pray for me. And thank you that you are sending me with prayer and finances. 
faithfulness and loyalty to her Lord and Savior. Man, what an encouragement.